Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we discuss how to wisely manage your resources, your influence, and on today's episode, your habit of watching the six o'clock news, or more realistically, if you know what a podcast is, you're probably not watching the six o'clock news, but they don't. You might be doom scrolling. What's doom scrolling? Doom scrolling? No. It's uh, scrolling through bad news to, to make yourself feel bad and you just can't look away. You know what? That's, I believe that's a thing totally a thing i think uh some people genuinely either open twitter or they go to watch the news Mm. because they want to get angry they might not consciously be like i'm trying to get angry right now but like there's something going on inside of their brain you know whether it be dopamine or whatever else of like this anger produces an emotion or a feeling that i enjoy i want to go get angry right now but they don't like say it out loud yeah Yeah, it's all subconscious for sure. So what we want to talk about today is, has the news ever produced in you a feeling? And I think everyone says yes. Of course, the news makes me feel things. Usually makes me feel bad. Sometimes it makes me feel good about myself. I don't know. But then how does that feeling, how does that emotion affect your behaviors? Mm, Or our decision making. Mm -hmm. Jake, have you ever had a client try to make a major decision with their investments based on something the news said? All the time. Give me an example. Uh, well, you know, we just had the election. Okay. So, you know, so and so is going to be president. I need to do something. Mm. I'm glad they're. I'm glad they're coming to me. I appreciate that. Yeah. That means they trust you. Yeah. And it's it's like no, you're you're just you're reading the news. You're seeing things. You're not processing it correctly. Let's let's think through this. Mm. Yeah. The reality that when we've talked about it on previous episodes, but. Typically, a presidential election isn't going to have a major impact on investments over a long period of time. It's right? one of one of thousands of inputs that determine the direction of the stock market. Right. Not the only input. I thought the direction of the stock market was up. Yeah, over time. <laughs> over it's time, up. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like you watch certain media outlets, like whether you're a Fox person or a CNN person or whatever, an election is going to be spun one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And... I think we just need to know full well, if we want to be good stewards of media, we have to recognize that it's created. They're they're literally making this media to generate an emotion within me. Because generating that emotion within me makes me come back to it. Mm -hmm. It makes me want to click. It keeps my eyeballs on it, which then generates income for them. Yeah, and their business. They know what they're doing. Yes, their business. They know what they're doing. And and not only do they know what they're doing, but they spend a crazy amount of money and they bring in some of the most talented minds, you know, in the world to help them put together words, put together headlines, put together stories that are going to generate these emotions because that emotion means more clicks and eyeballs and those clicks and eyeballs then mean more revenue. There you go. More revenue. Um. Yeah, I think it's 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 wise to know that this is a business, and it's entertainment. Now, one, another thing that's important for us to understand with a mindset of of media and being and being a good steward of of media is 
I think we all know, like we've heard that thing, like, oh, if it bleeds, it leads. And that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to create these negative things. Um, I'm, I would almost go as far to say, like, I don't know if the media cares about you. Is that, can I say that? Like the media, does the, do the media care about you, Jake, as an individual in your family? Uh, that's tough. You know, there's, there, just like any business, there's, there's good people, right? Okay. Yeah. There's good people who are employed in the media and there's people who don't care or they just care about an agenda. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if they, overall, I don't know if the media cares about me and my family. Yeah. They don't know you or your family. Yeah. Maybe they care about society as a whole and you're, you're a part of that. But you're right. They have an agenda and, and, and something that they're trying to do and have a business and generate income at the same time. And understanding those motives need to inform us on how we're going to interpret. Like we shouldn't be making decisions based on those emotions mm. that somebody else is generating in us. Like somebody else is intentionally putting together this news article, this uh, TV show, this whatever – to generate an emotion. Yeah, and we don't want to vilify media. Right. Because it, it has a purpose. It serves its its purpose. It has a place. But we also, it's important to understand why they do what they do, just to, to think critically about it. Yeah. Basically. And I think that there's wisdom in looking at media almost as another form of also entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Like it's Like if you like that the feeling that you're getting from that media and you enjoy it and you can control it, it doesn't create for you these decisions that are poor fine like you can go do that the same way i can go to the movie theater and watch you know a captain america mm-hmm. but i shouldn't walk out of that movie theater and saying oh man call my investment advisor jake i need to invest in some vibranium because captain america has that in his shield like that's that's what i need but nerd vib- hey i know what his shield is made of and it's <laughs> awesome <laughs> actually in in the comics it's a vibranium adamantium alloy next level nerd <laughs> but yeah like like how how dumb would that be for me to try to make the decision about a major decision about my finances based on something i saw in a movie mm-hmm. i think we we need to have that same mindset making big decisions in our life you know investment family school or otherwise on regular media consumption as well yeah it's like you know as you as you uh i don't know age uh, grown wisdom you develop that grid which these things pass through and if it's if it's not developed yeah it's it's you're tempted to make just knee-jerk reaction decisions yeah yeah and i want to jump into the how-tos of maybe a proper way that we should filter media or what that grid should look like uh but before we we jump into that stewardship is a company that has home loans, insurance, investments, and with, with wisdom and love. So we help people with their finances. So let's hit them with a one-minute money tip, Dan. How do you buy a house in a seller's market? You are competing against a whole bunch of other buyers. They're putting a bunch of offers in, and then you lose out. You get frustrated and you're tired. How do you get your offer accepted? Well, this is how you do it. You make your offer better. You make your offer stand out, and I'm not just talking with the dollar amount on the offer. The way that you do this is you get not just a pre-qualification where you have a conversation with a mortgage pro and they pull your credit and they say you can go buy a house, 
but you get a pre-approval. This is where they take your information, a little more information than just a conversation and a credit report, but they look at your income and your asset documentation. And as part of that, they go further down the approval process and provide a pre-approval letter. This lets the seller know not only are you serious, but you're that much more qualified. That is how you get your offer accepted in a seller's market. Put in a little extra work up front. You can get your offer accepted. And look, getting a house right now in this market, it's crazy. Like people are having a really hard time getting their offer accepted. So this is super relevant. And as we were like preparing for this podcast, Dan, you mentioned that there was some media that you consumed that made you think through like buying a house and all that. What was that? Yeah, it was uh, just a news video. I don't even know the news source, which is not a good way to take in media. (laughs) Um, But it was just something on YouTube that was like, Houses are selling like crazy, and it's all corporations buying them, and the average human being in America can't buy a house anymore because the corporations are buying them. So, ah, corporations are bad, and and humans are losing out. And I was like, oh, man, am I going to be able to buy a house? Yeah, typical storytelling, right? So they they made a villain. Yeah. And you didn't, you know, now are, are, are against that villain. I must say it worked. I clicked their channel to see like, oh, do they have more stuff? And then I was like, this is dumb. And I closed it. But I was like, I almost wanted to learn more from them. Right. And and, and more than that, it, it went into what we're talking about here. It elicited an emotion, which then potentially had some decision making for you and your family as it pertains to, to buying a house. Like, ah, forget it. I'm not going to buy a house. There's only corporations, the villains out there buying them all up. So why should I even do that? And, you know, whether it's, I mean, that was, again, they use the same storytelling format that is done in, in movies, right? Uh, and there's, not, there's nothing wrong with that. We just have to know that's what they're doing here. It's, they're not genuinely trying to help me make a decision on if I should buy or sell a house, Jake. Mm-mm. And there's people out there doing the same things with real estate, even on like buying a second home or an investment home. They'll watch a bunch of HGTV shows and people on HGTV are making millions of dollars flipping homes so that's what they want to do what's that emotion fomo fomo i mean that's that's the one i see all, all too often it's we just have to recognize it is this is causing a fear of missing out mm. like i better get a house right now because prices are going up look at these people being successful what, what am i missing out on yeah these people on this tv show this media that i'm consuming are making lots of money, I might be missing out. Oh, I need to make sure I get into real estate. Let's do this, right? Mm -hmm. Now, is going into real estate bad? No. But should you make that decision based on a piece of media that you consumed? Mm, That shouldn't be your only thing. And now we want to hit some of those how-tos, some steps to wisely consume media, Jake, and and make sure that we're being a good steward of that. And the the first step, I, I think, is being a critical thinker. Not just critically thinking like, okay, as Dan missed, but what's the source, right? That's important. But critically knowing that before I read this thing, before I engage in this media, I know that they're trying to create an emotion. It's okay to have my guard up a little bit. They're trying to get me to come back, right? I have to critically know and critically think the purpose of the media before consuming it and doing that can help you'll 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 read or listen or watch with a different mindset mm-hmm. i saw a stat that said they did this research study that showed i think 90 percent of covid coverage in the media was negative 
and that and that changes the way I interact with COVID news stories. You know, I know in advance, hey, it's probably going to be negative. They yeah. want that response. Yeah. And I'm not here to say is COVID good, COVID bad. That's not what this podcast is about. But when they're genuinely using images of like Ebola virus stuff from like 1980 something, you know, as part of like click on this article, that, that's not even COVID related, that image that they took. Like people in hazmat suits from the Ebola virus or whatever. Like I got to critically think and know that. The images, the words, the headlines, everything they're using is trying to generate an emotion. And a lot of times it, it is it can be negative. So let's put our guard up with that. I think the other thing that we have to do, so that's step one, be a critical thinker. Have that hat on of critically thinking uh, as you're consuming media. Step two is take time between media consumption and taking mm. action. A cool down period. A cool down period. Yeah. Like you, you go play sports or you run or whatever. Like get your cool down in, stretch, yeah, make sure you're part. Yeah. You don't want that lactic acid buildup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's so true, though. You don't want to consume a piece of media and immediately make a decision in your marriage, in your parenting, in your career, mm-hmm. in your finances. No. Is it okay for a piece of media, Daniel, to make you think twice about something you're doing? For sure. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't make that decision right away because we have already taken step one. We're critically thinking, knowing the purpose of media and why it's being created. We just have to determine, well, is this really going to be right for me? Um, th- that That's important to know. Now, step step three, after we're being a critical Wait thinker. Wait a second. I think... I think before we get to step three, I want to do like a 2B. Okay. Um, I think it's important to also consider, so take time between consuming the media and taking the action, but also consider the time that I'm consuming media. Mm. So like, like the time of day? Yeah. Like am I, am I exhausted? Is it the end of the day and I'm, I need to go to sleep, mm. but instead I'm doom scrolling. And now like my emotions are heightened and my like mental defenses are lower. There's, yes. There are statistics around our our decision-making ability, our uh, our self-control, all of that is depleted mm-hmm. by the end of the day. So now how am I consuming media? How am I entertaining myself in the evening? Is that going to make me more yeah. susceptible? Yeah, I'm down with that. You know, I have, you know, personally issues with, with anxiety and I found that morning, so first thing in the morning, I recognize that I could not interact with media. So, you know, most likely Twitter. Because something about that time of day was just hazardous on my mind. Man, our, our church recently did uh, a series on anxiety and anxiousness, and it had to do with like this media thing. And Chad Moore, the lead pastor, said, let's evaluate your life right now. How much time are you spending consuming media versus how much time are you just praying, let alone consuming God's word, the Bible, but like just spending time in prayer, like weigh those out on scales. How does that scale kind of look and which way is it tipping? Uh, not to say that you need to, you know, constantly be praying and you, if you're not praying as much as you're consuming media, they're doing something wrong. I mean, but consider it. I love that to be, Dan. I think we can say step one, critical, be a critical thinker. Step two, time, time between media consumption and decision making, but t- also time, the total amount of time you're consuming media. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. All right. Step three. Before making a decision, 
before allowing that media consumption to have a direct impact on choices you're making, seek wise counsel. Talk to, if you're making a financial decision, a wise advisor like Jake. Like you said, you love it when people call you and say, yeah, hey. Yeah. And and I tell them, I say, hey, look, you know, this is this is your money. Mm-hmm. For the most part, there's no right or wrong way to, to do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like my job is to help you think through it. Yeah. So, you know, let's let's look at this here. I can help you see the things maybe you're not thinking about. Mm-hmm. And if you have the, you know, the right information, you can make the decision. Yeah. And having somebody outside of that, you know, media consumption that you're doing can help you maybe look at some other things. Maybe even some other media that might say things differently or real stats and facts and data. Who knows? Uh, which is important, too. Like, you don't want to be seeking wise advice from somebody who's just going to confirm what you're already thinking. Like, confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we seek out things to prove the point. Yes. Just to confirm what we already believe. Yeah. Don't, like, text or call the friend that you know is going to, like, jump on board and be like, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, like, who's somebody else that maybe thinks differently or is not going to confirm that bias. That's why I like to bring things up to you, Grant, because you're kind of a contrarian as as your nature. So Sometimes, yes. Even if you agree with me, you might disagree with me just because. There was this kid who was in the youth group that you know I served in for a long time, and he always had these really great business ideas. Uh, and he would come every week with a new business idea, and it was like a thing that we started out youth group where he would come with a business idea, and I'd shatter it like in front of all the other kids. And he loved it, and I'm like, yeah, that contrarian thinking. You gotta find a wise advisor who's gonna poke holes in it, uh, in your decision making, and make you think about potential worst case scenarios and some stuff that could happen so i shouldn't tell you about my business idea with the non-alcoholic hard seltzer uh, so s- sparkling water yeah but like look right uh yeah okay well see what i did there not a, not a great idea <laughs> no that's an example of how you do this guys perfectly done all right so look we, we know that media there's a purpose behind it there's a there's a purpose with the way that they are creating it's a business it's entertainment and that's okay it's not bad it's not evil um but there's three things that we need to do we need to be critical thinkers we need to focus on the time time between the consumption and the decisions but also time in how much time we're consuming it and then make sure we're seeking some wise advice and that wise advice should not be you know the confirmation bias type person uh yeah, I think this was a, a, a needed episode. Media is a thing in, in our world, and we have to be good stewards of it. I think it's just crazy how all the day's news fits perfectly into the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish there was still newspapers like a thing. I want a newspaper on my desk. I, I have one delivered every day. No, you do not, do oh, yeah, you? The, the Wall Street Journal. Oh, that's amazing. My wife hates it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read it. I I go online. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I wanted to bring up, though, this podcast is media. It is. So let's run through it. What's our motive in creating this for people? It's not money because we're not getting paid for this. No. Uh, There's no ads. Um, So it's because we care about you guys. Yeah. We want to help and encourage. Uh, We are passionate about that topic of stewardship. and We want to help you become a good steward of things, uh, of your influence, of your resources and of your life and in today's episode of media right so share this good media with other people who also you know might want to be better stewards of their media if we take pictures of us in hazmat suits maybe that will help people (laughs) yeah and subscribe (laughs) 
<laughs> so great. Oh, thanks for listening to this episode. Subscribe and please share this media. It was good. All right, guys. You'll hear from us again soon.